It's the all abortion show for September 11th. Never forget, never forget. Uh, for, for 2019, how's it going, everybody? Oh man, I'm recording this on the Sunday, the uh, 8th. And I, I, have you had, it's been a rough four, five days or so to start the new, you know, the school year with the uh, kids going back to, mostly back to school after the Labor Day. You know, people say end of the summer, but like I said, don't call it end of summer. But for some reason, it's been hitting me hard. Maybe it's just a sudden temperature change of the weather. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it, it just hit me over the last week or so that I, I everything seems got awful stupid. <laughs> I, 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 in my head, all, all I'm running is like that Randy Orton line when he says to Kofi Kingston, stupid, 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 Kofi, you're stupid. And the only thing I can just think of is amount of hate that I can drop on anything at any moment, like a fucking RKO out of nowhere, which is a fantastic skill. But I'm just going like, I, I sometimes amaze myself how much hate I can just drop out of nowhere, you know. And then the NFL season and then the college football season is in the full swing now. In the second week and and i cannot believe and then i haven't done anything i'm finally home i'm not traveling the next couple of weekends so i decided that i'm just gonna couch potato and drink away and then think of stupidity and understand why i'm feeling the way i'm feeling try to self-psychoanalyze and then i i come to no conclusion other than i find everything stupid right now it's a little different from seattle feeling whatever you know, antisocial and shit. Maybe it is a temporary thing. I haven't really slept much except for the last three days. I legitimately slept eight hours straight. And I was generally felt good about that. Maybe it's a lack of sleep, so I'm a little sensitive. But why am I having lack of sleep? That's a problem. I have no idea. I haven't really, you know, jibbed much since I was up in travels and stuff. And, you know, I just, I just I try to watch football. Maybe those sports will lift me. And then, my God, I never gotten triggered more and more. The old BK sports fan just comes out getting triggered at the Michigan football. Watching Nebraska, Colorado, it made me happy a little bit. And I just go with the complete ineptitude of football. And I Saturday, college football, I just said, this is fucking stupid. And I saw the Thursday night game, too, the season opener with the Bears and the Packers. And I go, God, this game's boring as fuck. And Michigan offense, I just go back to the college football a little bit. You know, I can't remember every single play under the shotgun Jim Harbaugh had in the second half. Because uh, I, I, I don't watch the first half. I don't know it was a noon game. And I just go, why are you bringing back a 10-year-old offense and expect the so fucking zone read and shit? Like, it's a Colin Kaepernick 2012 season. I don't understand. This is not innovative or creative. I... I, I just go, this this is not a top 25 team. On the other hand, Colorado Buffalo is my buffs. I was very happy. Mel Tucker is a great disciplinarian. They have a great attitude. They came back and beat Nebraska 17 nothing down. I was like, what the fuck? Nebraska's 25 this year. And Nebraska, and then Colorado, if they beat the 25 team, I think Colorado's a top 25 team. Pac-12 sucks, but Colorado looks good. And I, the, I like the vibe. They needed a change of voice. And I like I like the I like what Mel Tucker brings compared to what Jim Harbaugh brought, bringing the Gaddis guy from Alabama. It's like you know, Alabama must be good. It's like Alabama's on a bit of a downhill in my opinion. Clemson is a creative offense. Then we get to Sunday and watch the I watched about four five NFL games through the Sunday night game, and I never I never got more triggered watching football. So I just in the morning they had the Browns. Titans game, the Tennessee Titans. The Browns are all hype, and I just go, "What the fuck?" And I, 
it, Browns clearly are named the Browns, not after the legendary coach out of Ohio, Paul Brown, but rather the shit, the color that they are. Because of all the hype the Browns came in with, with all that fucking swagger, clearly didn't come with the fucking discipline and the fucking attitude to win the fucking game. I, I am sorry. Like, they have the great pieces of talent everywhere, but they need to rein these motherfuckers in. 17 penalties, and I know some of them are, like, really frustrating holding calls, and I saw that in other games, too, which made me just kill the joy of watching NFL football. And I go, last year was, like, better version. Forget the whole Kaepernick thing, the debacle with the kneeling and shit. The game just got fucking boring. Constant stoppages, constant commercial breaks. Can't, there's no flow to the game, and I just get frustrated. And today is the same thing. Titans, Browns, it was bad football. Vikings, Falcons. Falcons look like shit. You know the Vikings are going to fucking choke. They, they're the only team that has never gone to the fucking Super Bowl. So fuck them. And then we go to the afternoon game. I just saw the Cardinals and then the Lions. I never yelled at the TV even more. I, 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 like Mark Schlereth, he's the play-by-play, the, the, the color commentator. For the team number five for the Fox football or something. I just go like, I can't listen to this guy. He sounded like a fucking idiot when he was in Denver. He sounded like a fucking idiot when he was on the ESPN. And he sounded, I learned nothing from him. And coming from watching Tony Romo in that more god-awful Browns game to this one. And I just go, I'm getting, I'm dumbing myself down. I haven't learned jack shit. And then... If I hear one more, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray is 5'10", and then he cannot throw overhead, and then that's going to get the passes knocked down easily. I just go, dude, if I'm going to hear that one more fucking time, I'm going to slap the shit out of somebody on TV. Because, dude, Kyler Murray, I admit, quarter Korean dude that I kind of support right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's 5'10", then he's probably my height. Like, I say, I'm I'm like, I say I'm 5'9", and I go like, okay. And then I just go, if Kyler Murray says he's 5'10", this motherfucker might be shorter than me. But he throws a ball, like, he throws the fades very inaccurate. The out routes and then the fucking goal routes, his throws are way off. Those shorter routes, he's like on the sidearming and slinging it. He's pretty good at it. And then he needs to learn how to throw behind the receiver and shit, you know, for better aim. I think Larry Fitzgerald made a couple miracle catches, but I'm just like, God, shut the fuck up about his height. And then, like, oh my God! And then the the the, the, the this game, the Cardinals were down. You know, they they had 21 unanswered points in in the fourth quarter and the overtime, and they somehow came back and won. I mean, they tied it. They tied it. It was it was the worst football game I've seen in a long, long time. The Lions fucking blew it, the most Lions way possible. And I just go, and, you know, so basically the Lions were up uh, 24 to 16. And then they had a first down with about three 2.30 to go. And then it was like a third and five. And then they got the first down, but they called a timeout for some fucking reason on a screen pass play that, you know, Matthew Stafford drew up that perfectly worked. And I, Daryl Beverell, I saw that motherfucker in Seattle for a long, long time. I just go, this... This guy came up with a few more creative plays than Cliff Kingsbury did. And then you fucking call a timeout. Why? Why? And I just, and then I watched, it's just like, wow. And then Matthew Stafford was angry. They got the guaranteed first down and they iced the game. They didn't get that. And then the following punt got blocked. So it gave the Cardinals a good position. 
The Lions are completely out of it. They don't want to be there. And Matt Patricia, again, with a pencil stuck up on his ear, I just go, I wanted to stick that pencil right up his ass for his fucking attitude. And I just go, this motherfucker. And then if I, I, I'm glad I'm not that Lions fan, but just looking at Matt Patricia and Daryl Bevel makes me fucking my blood boil. I just go, what the fuck? And the Cardinals, I mean, it's a good moral victory, I guess, although it's a tie. They came back. Dude, don't. Don't pat yourself on the back so much. Kylo Murray, oh my god, this is a bright future. He got some fucking work to do. This is a guy. And then this all offense and the run option and college offense at Cliff Kingsbury he brought. The fucking Arizona sideline looks like a fucking Abercrombie and Fitch commercial with all these like young white coaches on the sideline. I just go, what the fuck, dude? And then the very rudimentary offense they're running. It's like, it's like I'm watching some Texas high school football. That's like, and then it's doing the same spread air raid offense shit that he did at Texas Tech. Clearly, that got him the winning record. No, actually, no, not even close. Barely breaking a 500 record, maybe at Texas Tech. I just go, I, I don't know how this is gonna work. And then they got like, I got Terrell Suggs signed with the fucking Cardinals, and then like they got Chandler Jones and all that. But I'm just like, this defense sucks. This offense has work to do, and. I don't know how this is going to work. The Lions basically gave up on this game <laughs> after whatever happened in that third down. So, I don't give the car I don't give the Cardinals so much credit. I I give all the bad credit score to fucking Lions for pulling this shit. And just watching this all the bad and then there are a lot of penalties. I think the Lions left guard left tackle had four holding penalties and then some of these holding penalties I go like god dang. I got I got annoyed to the next level with all the holding calls and other like other calls. And it's like, were they safety related calls? No, not really. So I just go, how how many of these can you call? Even from the morning on, I just go, Jesus, so many fucking flags are throwing. I cannot watch this. So I had to go in and out of the fucking game. And then I come back to it and then they throw another flag. And it's another fucking commercial break. And I said, fuck it. I'm just going to watch... I'm just going to watch some bunch of YouTube and I'm just going to order pizza. Fuck this. I was getting triggered more and more. If I didn't have a long enough week, I just said, I think everything's fucking stupid. You know, I don't. <laughs> and then I, I premised this by saying, I, I understand like, you know, PK, you're so fucking spoiled. Like, yes, I agree to, to an extent. The fact that I'm sitting on a fucking couch just watching football and all that is goddamn privilege while the fucking Amazon forests are burning. And then there's a fucking protest happening in, uh, Hong Kong and shit. Yes, I understand. Yet I, I I said this to my ex Grace before, and I don't know if she still understands it to this day. My work working in software, I don't work on some life mission critical software. Even when I was at Samsung, you know, you know, and even the infotainment work that I'm in. Look, my my eight hours is spent on a some somebody doesn't hear this audio. Somebody says this call's not getting connected right for something that probably very small percentage people are going to use i don't come to an office expecting my god the the guy that i was taking care of the night before or the day before his heart just stopped beating you know and then you'll never see him again or see her again was that person discharged no the person just died i'm glad i like i cannot imagine that fucking stress so the stress that I'm going through with relative to what real like life changing jobs are out there, 
I'm very well aware. And because of that, I make fun of it more than, you know, you would expect. That's why I have the, I, I, I have the fucking tendency to just hate on it and shit. So there is that. That said, where was I going with this? I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't take away the fact that there are, there are bad days and bad times that come. And then I think I'm going through one of that right now. And then I, I hope the fucking football and sports, the ones that I really haven't watched in a long, long time, because I said I quit sports, I quit sports, and I watch it, and then I'm getting fucking triggered by god awful plays, god awful quality, god awful play calling, god awful penalties, god awful commercial breaks. It just adds to it. I just like next level. I'm just hating on it. And one thing I don't absolutely hate so far in this NFL football season is Antonio Brown. Everybody calls him a goddamn clown. Why were you calling him a clown? What for taking taking care of himself, looking after himself? To be honest, I think the entire execution of if you don't know the Antonio Brown story, you might have seen him on the Dancing with the Stars. A B, you saw him. He was on the Mass Singer. You know, he's been he's been out and about in the Pepsi commercials and shit. And everyone's like, God, you got your $29 million guaranteed money, which wasn't fully guaranteed until he got on the roster Saturday night. And then he just like, you you, you just like, you left, you left Pittsburgh after getting the highest contract possible. You got to the Raiders and then you got the guaranteed money. You left. What an idiot. No, he's not the fucking idiot. You are. You didn't see what was fucking happening here. The two teams. I mean, the execution of it, I completely understand. Execution of this was fully genius. Now, the end result of where Antonio Brown ends up in the rest of 2019 season and where we are a year from now, that's a different story. So we'll revisit then. But how this process and proceeded, there's nothing wrong in my opinion. I think what he basically exposed with a... I, I did say, what the fuck is going on with Antonio Brown and the Raiders? And then... What it basically exposed was, one, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh has goddamn authority issue. Ben Roethlisberger should fucking retire, that rapist. Why do you think Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown left, huh? Yes, Le'Veon Bell played the worst card possible to sign for less money, whatever. He didn't want to be there. Antonio Brown, he didn't want to be there. So they both left. There must be some fucking reason. So it makes two people go. That's two strikes. Two strikes are out. That's two... That's clear to me. The Raiders already look like a shit show after John Gruden came in, getting rid of all the good core talents of players, Amari Cooper, Khalil Mack, making Derek Carr look like a fucking idiot. I, and then they draft what? And then Antonio Brown comes in, and he's going to be the one of the few veterans that's going to bring this team up. I'm sure Antonio Brown looked at it, and he looked to his left, looked to his right, and then he just said, fuck this. Why am I committing myself here? Fuck this. I don't deserve this. I don't want to be here. So he called it a day after he signed it or whatever. He just said, fuck it. I'm just going to act it out and get my get my way. So I think it was genius what the fuck he did. I think he made it hella entertaining by by putting the shit on YouTube and everything. Yes, the, 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 the fact that he recorded the phone call and then showing it on social media. That's illegal as fuck without the consent of the, the other person at the end of the line. I just go, what the fuck? Hey, hey. Like, he took care of himself. He took care of himself. I'm not against that whatsoever. Why Why the fans are so against, you know, the players? The, they're the millionaires, man. They have the, they're basically doing the kids' dream, making millions of dollars. It's like, the NFL average career year is down to two-point-something years or one-point-something years now. 
give me a fucking break. This is one league where you go through the physicality of all that and get nothing out of it. In the end, if you make a decent ass like an engineering career out of it, we probably all make the same money at the end. <laughs> you forget the agent, taxes, various things they gotta pay up, the crew you got. What what do you expect? So I don't understand why every time the sports fans are always defend defending the ownership. The billionaires, while the millionaires who are running around getting their brains banged out, banged away, like they were, for our enjoyment, is are 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 the spoiled brats. I don't understand. I I don't understand. What what do you want? You want these guys to be great to the next level, but be loyal to you when the team's not, the contracts are not that loyal to begin with. The fact that there was a guaranteed money, but it wasn't really guaranteed until the you know the season kind of officially started, is kind of a bullshit argument to me. So where are the labor rights there, huh? How would you feel if you were Antonio Brown? All that helmet stuff, I just think he was just trying to find a way out. He was just making a fucking excuse. It's like suspend me, guy. Do it, do it, do it. He was pushing the fucking boundaries. That's what he was fucking doing, and I love it. I, I love it. I didn't know about the fucking helmet rule until I like he started this thing. Oh, thanks for if thank you for educating me, Antonio Brown. Thank you for and then he called my Mike Mayock and then I I, I saw the NFL Network pregame show uh, with Rich Eisen saying, you know, where is the professionalism? I just go, motherfucker, where is the fucking guaranteed money, huh? Where the fuck is that professionalism? What part of the guarantee do you not understand? That ain't fucking guaranteed. That's bullshit. To begin with. So I just go, what? What? It wasn't going to be guaranteed. He knew the way out. So he worked it out. Good for him. And for one time, I give John Gruden all the credit this one time for putting up with this shit. But at the same time, I think he would have stayed. If you, if John Gruden didn't pull all the shenanigans that he pulled the last 18 months, you know, pretty much just like, dissecting and just like depleting the entire Raiders roster and bring Antonio Brown. If he had Amari Cooper, their car, Cleo Mack and all those, you know, the good foundation that Jack Del Rio had and brought Antonio Brown in, I'd be like, you know what? You know what? Like Antonio Brown would be like, yo, we, we, we the best. We the West. We the best in the West. He would have fucking done it. No, it's Antonio Brown and nobody, man. The fuck are you gonna go, Derek Carr? Oh, I don't like Derek Carr now. I like Nathan Peterman. I like that. That I'm, I this, I'm, I'm starting to like this Peterman guy. You know, fuck you. Peterman is one of the worst quarterbacks to ever fucking play. Yet Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. How does that make sense to you? Fucking what? Uh, fucking John Skelton? Is he still fucking playing? Jesus, I still remember all the players. So, Antonio Brown, the execution of him moving to the Patriots, and then it's even funnier. That the Steelers, who were negotiating to get rid of Antonio Brown in March uh, to the Patriots, but you know they had their own rule about trading to a rival and all that, blah blah blah. And then it still ended up getting Antonio Brown got ended up getting what he wanted. And I just go, this is even more hilarious. And then the Steelers and Patriots are playing right now. I don't want to watch it because I'm kind of out footballed out. I don't want to be subject to another stupid play calls and stupid fucking penalties. I don't want to subject myself to it one more time. So I decided to record instead. So I might catch a few clips here and there. But God, I just go. This this football, it, 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 it's making me unbearable to fucking watch sports. And I thought it would help this week with all the fucking shit that was going on. I just go, you know, 
all the shit going through my head, I thought it would help. But no, it triggered me even fucking more. It pissed me off. Michigan football is pissing me off. I go, I, I, I don't trust this offense. I think Jim Harbaugh's time's ticking. He got, to me, he got 10 months left. <laughs> There's no offensive player coming out of this fucking team. He needs to be less stubborn and then fucking get on with the fucking program and reality over here. And then, like, fucking Colorado, I'm very happy for them. That's the one shining part of the weekend. Colts, I Jacoby Brissett, I didn't see any of the clip, but he's, he seemed pretty good taking the Chargers to the overtime, uh, the contender of the fucking AFC. So I, I'm happy, um, although I was hoping that they would tank and get the next <laughs> generation of uh, franchise quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, uh, but that's not going to happen now. And then, uh, but rest of this NFL, I'm just, Browns, I just go, Browns are fucking shit. Like, they, they better get it together. Baker Mayfield, of all the swagger, looked a little lost. I mean, OBJ and Jarvis Landry, they did get open and catch and stuff. It was great. But And Nick Chubb ran here and there. But Baker Mayfield looked lost here and there. Got awful penalties. Got awful refereeing. Got awful play calling everywhere. I just I think I understand John Harbaugh, the Baltimore Ravens head coach's frustration from a couple years ago. I think he said, God, all these guys coming out of college, they have no good fundamentals other than unless you come out of Alabama or something. I just go, yeah, no good fundamentals. It's like they're not teaching them how to fucking block. They don't teach them how to fucking hold and shit. You know, they, everyone is same as Kobe Bryant bitching about all the kids in AAU basketball. It's about a highlight reel. It sounds like old man just yelling at young kids at this point but i just go you know what i some bad this look some of the bad plays there's some bad callings also happening all across the refereeing the offensive play calls bad defensive play calls that's not done by the millennial so i don't know why you blame all these people playing video games at this point so anyways i leave it there with the with the the thought pie i'm just gonna put out there and let that let that cool down a little bit i'm gonna leave that by the thought window and then just stare at it before you dig in and eat that carb or something. I don't know if that fucking analogy made sense. I, I sound hella frustrated. I can't believe I, I, you know, I talked about football for 20 minutes. I didn't know I was going to do that again. But if the sports isn't your thing, I'm sorry you had to listen to that. But I think a little bit of greens in between, you heard some interesting stuff. I, I think I'm being more self-aware. You know, some people don't understand so because I'm more aware, I, I'm, I'm harder on myself <laughs> and harder on everybody else. But anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening to this dumb, dumb, uh, the angry, angry episode uh, of the AA show. And then, uh, yeah, 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 please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, throw me a goddamn topic. I don't give a shit. Um, email at aa-show at outlook.com. Email at show at outlook.com. And then, uh, yeah, we'll check back next week. I'll still be in town. I won't be traveling anymore anywhere for a little bit. So have a great rest of the week. I hope it's not as stupid, stupid as the weeks that I've been going through. And then I hope I'm better by next episode. But who the hell knows? I've been drinking a lot. All right. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.